Hey there, I'm Melissa Merrill, a professional home organizer since 2011 and now a speaker, author, course creator, and coach. I created Pro Organizer Bootcamp for aspiring home organizers and decluttering experts who need a kick in the pants to take their business to the next level. Each week, I bring you an action-packed episode filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you build your own professional organizing company. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to this mini series all about how I am starting my professional home organization business from scratch in just 30 days. I'm Melissa Merrill, owner of Pro Organizer Bootcamp. I'm a speaker, author, coach, course creator, and I'm here to share with you just a few behind the scenes of my new venture here in Oklahoma City. I am wearing a shirt today that says rolling with it because I have been sick this week. I've gone through a few different things here in my home in Oklahoma. You might notice that I have a different background than I usually do. Usually I'm recording in my office. So I wanted to change things up a little bit and show you a little bit more of my home throughout this video series. So here I am in my beautiful new kitchen and I am excited to share with you all about week three of how to start a professional organizing business in 30 days. So today's episode is all about week three. I so far have learned so much from this process, just restarting the business, originally started my company Let's Get You Organized back in 2011 went full-time with it in 2018 and hired a team. And then um, by 2019, we had served over 250 clients in the San Diego, California area, area. So for me, honestly, it has been about just taking the next step. So you'll notice throughout this whole series that I'm really doing one big thing per day. So one needle mover, as I like to call it, what's moving the needle forward in your business, in the creation of your new company, all of that good stuff one thing, right? What is the one next step that you can take? What are those baby steps that you can take to success? So here at Pro Organizer Bootcamp, we're all about baby steps to success. I'm not letting little things stop me like, oh my gosh, I started my business over 10 years ago. Now my body has changed. I'm definitely older. I have all those fun mid thirties things to deal with like um, vertigo sometimes, or I have joint issues occasionally, things like that. I'm not letting any of that stop me. I'm moving full force ahead with my business. Even though I've been sick this week, all of those little things that can hold us back, we can make excuses. All you have to do is one thing per day. So that's kind of the theme of this series. If you've been watching it so far, one foot in front of the other. And here's what I accomplished this week. So Last week we had talked about um, days one through 12. We did a recap of the first episode and then we went in right into the second episode. We are now on day 13. So I populated my business pages on Instagram and Facebook first. If you've taken my course or worked with me at all in Pro Organizer Bootcamp, then you know that I'm all about local search. So having those prospective clients be able to go onto Google, right, and be able to type in Pro Organizer near me or Home Organizer in my area or Professional Organizer in my zip code, things like that. I'm all about local search. I'm all about ranking on Google all about having your website have great SEO, getting found on those sites like Google My Business, Yelp, Find My Organizer, Thumbtack, all of that good stuff that I've talked about in past videos. But 
Social media can also be a funnel for prospective clients. So using hashtags like hashtag Oklahoma City Organizer, hashtag Professional Organizer Oklahoma City. I'm using examples in my own metro area here. In San Diego, I would do things like hashtag San Diego Professional Organizer, hashtag San Diego Organizer. Believe it or not, I actually had a couple celebrity clients that booked me just based on populating my Instagram account with those hashtags. So don't be afraid of social media. However, I always like to say that local search is always gonna be way more important. Having that Google My Business page, that Yelp page, that next door listing, all of that good stuff, to me is way more important than having a pretty Instagram feed or having a Facebook business page that has pretty low engagement just based on the current Facebook algorithms. Things like that, right? So don't get caught up in the comparisonitis, the imposter syndrome of having to have this absolutely perfect Instagram feed, comparing yourself to other organizers out there, trying to make everything perfect. That is a quick way to burn out. That is a quick way to just driving yourself crazy. So stay away from trying to make everything perfect. Stay away from trying to post every single day. Make time to be fun, to have um, actual social interactions, right? It's called social media for a reason. Connect with other organizers, maybe show some behind the scenes of your own life, your own home, like I am here in my own home today. Um, and check out whatever platform suits you best. Maybe you love being on TikTok. Maybe you love being on YouTube. Maybe you don't even have a Facebook. So why would you go create a whole Facebook business page if you don't even use Facebook currently? I always like to say stick with what you're already using, what you already love, and then it won't so much feel like work or like a burden. So that was day three, 13. I populated my Let's Get You Organized OKC Instagram page and Facebook page. Day 14, I got my organizer's toolkit all ready to go. So basically it's a plain black nylon bag, easy to clean. It's kind of oversized like a tote bag. So kind of like a pool size bag or a beach size bag. Um, it has lots of pockets, lots of zippers, lots of places for all of those odds and ends. The things that I recommend bringing in your organizer toolkit I have a whole module on that in my Pro Organizer Bootcamp course. If you want to check that out, the show notes are in the bio here for the video. It's ProOrganizerBootcamp.com slash course if you want to check it out. But basically in there, I have things like my label maker, extra label tape, scissors, uh, Sharpie, little flashcards to make signs for when you're sorting, keep, toss, donate, recycle, um, junk, consignment, give away, give back to the school, take back to the library, all of those little categories, right? Flashcards, Sharpies, um, other random odds and ends like cord ties. So for like tech, you know, cord ties, uh, Velcro, museum putty, hand sanitizer, allergy meds, snacks, water bottle, all of those things that go into our toolkits. I have just a big black nylon bag, again, easy to clean, lots of compartments. And um, definitely check out the course too if you wanna learn more about what to take. I have a little checklist in there that's included in the 18 page workbook that is part of that course. So that was day 14. Day 15, now it's time to get into pricing and market research. So I'm in a totally new metro area. Uh, it's you know like Wizard of Oz, um, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore, right? We're in a totally new area new market, new demographic, it was time for me to really start to do some research on the actual population size. What's the population size of central Oklahoma as a whole versus just Oklahoma City or just out here, kind of in a more rural area where I am. 
things like that. Um, what is the average income? What are those geos and those demographics of the types of people that are here? And then coming up with my pricing. So what was gonna make sense for me? Having to configure that I'm probably gonna be driving about an hour to each and every job if I'm getting jobs in those metro areas that are maybe wealthier or maybe know what pro organizing is. Maybe they watch the home edit show or the Marie Kondo show on Netflix, things like that where um, those are probably more where my ideal clients are going to be. And knowing that my sessions are always four hours. So I have a whole video on how to price your services here on my YouTube channel. If you wanna watch the full video, it's eight minutes long. It's called how to price your uh, services as a pro organizer. And you can check that out. But basically knowing that I would have to drive pretty much an hour each way, plus my four hour session, that's six hours. Knowing that gas prices at the time of this recording are not cheap. So I landed on $300 per four hour session. That's what I think makes sense for this market, for this state. Now, if I was in a market like San Diego, I would definitely be charging more than that just based on the per capita income and the population size and things like that. But that was basically day 15. So speaking of ideal client avatar, where do they live? What do they do? How much money do they make? All of that stuff that I just talked about with my pricing research. On day 16, I went over my ideal client avatar profile. So who is that? Who is that ideal juicy client that I absolutely love? I want to work with. They want to work with me. They become a super fan. They maybe watch a bunch of my YouTube videos. I have like a seven day challenge of how to get organized in seven days. I have an ebook. I have all of these things. I want those types of clients from a home organization perspective that are going to just eat up that content. They're going to want to have me back. They're going to do their homework between sessions. They're going to text me their little client wins. They're going to leave me a great review. Who are those people? You've got to get really clear on who your ideal client avatar is. So what does that person look like? Thinking back to when I first started my organizing business back in 2011, I've definitely learned a lot about what I love and what I don't love. So it's really important to get clear on the types of clients that you love to work with and then the types of clients that don't work well with you, right? So thinking um, back to that conversation on Yelp, Google My Business, Nextdoor, Thumbtack, we are definitely in the digital age. We're definitely in a review culture. So you wanna make sure that you're getting good reviews. Obviously nobody wants a bad review and I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but most likely if you're working with those ideal clients, those are gonna be like your Kismet clients, your aligned clients, your soulmate clients, the clients that you're meant to help, you're meant to serve, you're meant to work with, you're gonna impact their lives. Those are the ones that are really fulfilling to work with. So get really clear on who that is for you and make sure that you're not working or attracting um, non-ideal projects and non-ideal clients. So maybe you hate working on garages. Maybe you love working on pantries. Maybe you absolutely don't love working on playrooms because you don't love sorting Legos and all of the little nitty gritty toys and stuff that go into it. But you love working on bathrooms and toiletry closets, things like that, right? Know what projects you love, know what types of people you love. Stop trying to serve everybody and anybody and do all the things. And also, I never want you to feel like the help. I think that's something that I felt a lot when I first started back in 2011. I felt like I was kind of looked down on. I felt like I wasn't truly stepping into that CEO role as my, the head pro organizer of my business. Let's get you organized. And I started to feel like the help. I started to feel like I was undervaluing myself and my clients were undervaluing me. So that's definitely something you want to stay away from.
get really clear on who that ideal client is for you. That was day 16. Moving on to day 17, I set up my professional business email. So at only $6 per month, I use Google Suite. So it's run through Gmail, but it's not like, let's get you organized at gmail.com. That can look a little unprofessional. I'm not saying you can't do that. Of course, you can run a business with a Gmail email address. That is not gonna make or break your business. That is not what I'm saying here. I just chose to do this within my 30 days of setting up my business because I like to look a little bit more buttoned up, a little bit more pristine and clean and you know like I've got my stuff together right as the business owner and like I have a true company right so um this way I'm able to have my business email separate from my personal and then um I used a free email signature generator through a free resource through HubSpot so it's not something that I'm affiliated with at all but if you type in a free email signature HubSpot you will get popped into this little generator that'll let you pick your brand fonts, colors, like your hex code. Um, thinking back to that uh, section that I did on Canva and how I love to make my logo through there and all my colors and fonts and everything. You can pop that into your email signature, pop your logo into there, and it just looks really clean, really professional, really buttoned up, and adds that extra touch of taking your business and your brand recognition and visibility to the next level. So that was day 17. Okay, day 18. Speaking of getting clear on my client avatar, getting that email set up, that email signature set up, now I'm ready to have consultations, right? I know my pricing, I've done my market research. Day 18 was consultation day. So I actually had two consultations that came through my website. I use TidyCal to book. It's kind of like a Calendly if you've used that. That way you're not fighting back and forth with a client and trying to say, what time works for you? What time works for you? I need to reschedule, da, 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 right? What time should we hop on the phone? Um, it's an easy way for them to just click through your website, fill out a quick questionnaire, and then book their call with you. I am not a fan of in-person consultations. I have a whole video and module on that in my Pro Organizer Bootcamp course as well. Again, $99, ProOrganizerBootcamp.com slash course if you want to check it out. But... I don't do in-person consultations. I only do either virtual or phone consultations that can be booked through TidyCal. So I actually got two of those and had those on day 18. So the coolest thing about that was I already had my script ready to go, you know, and when I first had a script for my consultation, it was very scripty, right? 10 years ago, I was like, okay, what do I say? Okay, I have to be so buttoned up and I have to be so professional. Now I can talk to somebody while I'm you know, walking on a treadmill or out walking my dog or doing the dishes, right? Um, I don't have to necessarily be in front of a computer and, you know, be that talking head because I've done this for so long, but it always helps to have some sort of script nearby so that you remember, okay, I'm sticking to this pricing. I'm not going to let them budget me down. I'm sticking to this territory that I serve or this area. If, if I go outside that, maybe I'm charging a travel fee or a mileage fee or a gas fee, you know, whatever you want to do, just having those boundaries set in place, whether that's a script, whether that's a post-it on your computer, whether that's written down in a notebook, however you want to do it. I just feel like that definitely helps when you have those clients on the phone so that you don't get stuck, stumble over your words, things like that. I absolutely love consultations because it's such an important time to feel out the energy of that person on the other end of the phone. So given what I just said about reputation management, the digital age, the review culture that we're in, trying to find those ideal clients, 
you want to make sure that you're working with people that are a fit and you're noticing any red flags or even orange flags or yellow flags, right? And knowing, okay, is this person trying to be a nitpicker? Are they going to be micromanaging? Are they going to be um, perhaps a hoarder that I you know, don't want to work with hoarders if that's not your jam? Uh, what are those red flags for you? What are those non-negotiables for you? Maybe they swear and you don't like people that swear. You probably shouldn't be watching these videos, but um, maybe they have a different lifestyle than you. Maybe it's, you know, organizing something that you're not comfortable with, organizing a project that you don't feel comfortable with, things like that, knowing what those red flags are and then being able to say no and turn down jobs if needed. I don't do that very often, but I can usually tell right away, call it a gut feeling, call it catching a vibe, whatever you want to call it, um, on the phone, if it's going to be a good fit or not. So, um, basically it's just a great time for you to ask the right questions, see if the project is a fit for your skill set, your experience, and then of course your general preferences. So that was all about consultations. Moving on to day 19, the last day of this week. Now that my business email, my signature, my um, client, you know, consultation script, all of that was set up, it was time to actually map out my email nurture strategy. So email marketing is something that I'm a huge fan of. I use MailChimp, it's really easy to use, not an affiliate for MailChimp, but it's the best free option for me when I was first getting started. Now I have the paid version because my email list has grown so much and I have three different audiences for my three different companies, but I love MailChimp. Um, got really clear on what my email marketing was gonna look like for the funnel for this new business because sometimes you have clients that you talk to on the phone, thinking back to the consultation process, that don't wanna book you right away. Maybe there's an objection there, right? I have a whole thing about objection handling if you work with me one-on-one -on -one in my Pro Organizer Bootcamp coaching programs. Um, but objection handling is huge. You know, if somebody says, I have to go ask my husband, that's usually like, huh, something in this call didn't go well, otherwise you know they're gonna book it, you know that they probably managed the, the purse strings, you know that they probably managed the budget, you know that if it was gonna be a great fit and they were absolutely in love with your work, maybe they saw you on Instagram, they saw your reviews on Google, whatever it is, they wanna book you, right? If it's a, if it's a heck yes client, they will book right away, and then it's time to send that contract over and that invoice for their deposit collection, right? But if there's an objection there, you want to make sure that you can keep in touch with them, that they go into a nurture series, that they're going to be able to get contacted by you with resources, with value. Maybe it's a blog post. Maybe it's email um, eBooks that you've done, things like that. You want to make sure that you really get clear on what you're going to send them after they say, maybe, but not now. What does that look like to keep them into your pipeline and keep that project going and make sure that you don't just like never talk to them again because hey, at the end of the day, they did go to your website, they did go down your kind of rabbit hole, your funnel, and they did get on the phone with you and you were able to tell them all about yourself and your services, but you don't wanna put all of that to waste and just never talk to them again, right? Unless they were like a red flag client and you just never wanna deal with it ever again, right? But if you do want to stay in touch with them and you'd love to book them, you'd love to have them as a client, of course you want to keep in touch. So if you want to learn more about email marketing, what I do, um, what one of my friends who is an expert on email marketing does, you can check out the Pro Organizer Bootcamp podcast. I have a whole episode on there. It's called Marketing Hacks for Professional Organizers. Pretty simple, easy to search. It's also up here on my YouTube channel. And my podcast is available on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, 
or you can tune in on Anchor or Pocket Casts. So basically just Google Her Organizer Bootcamp Podcast. You'll find it. You'll see it. Check out that video on marketing hacks if you're like confused about, okay, what do I do? Nurture series and funnels and MailChimps. What does all that mean? Check out that episode and you'll learn a ton more there. So that concludes week three of my Pro Organizer Bootcamp Blueprint. And if you've been watching this mini series, again, just note that I am doing something small every single day. I'm not going crazy. I'm not trying to build Rome in a day. I am not um, driving myself up a wall. I, like I said, I've been sick this week. There's been some things going on here at the farm on my homestead in Oklahoma. And I was still just gentle with myself and let myself go through the process, feel it, roll with it, right? And do one thing at a time. Just take that next step. What does that look like for you? Comment below what you feel like you might need to do next in your business. Maybe it's screen printing new shirts, getting a car logo done, getting your website done, populating your review sites on the web. What does that look like for you? What is that next baby step that you can take towards your goals and towards your success? Again, I'm Melissa Merrill at Pro Organizer Bootcamp. I would love if you subscribe to these videos and I'll be putting out a new one as the conclusion of our series ends next week. So thanks so much for watching. We'll see you soon. You're craving support. You're craving accountability. You're craving connection. This whole building a business from scratch thing is lonely. Stop doing it all alone. Get into a community of like-minded organizers across North America to help you take your business to the next level. We're transparent, we're vulnerable, we're real. We're not into the fluff. Uncover the blind spots in your organizing business by getting into a mastermind to help you grow. We talk about our highs, we talk about our lows, we talk about our goals, we talk about our issues, and we support diverse perspectives because we're all here to lift each other up. You can't grow on an island. You can't grow in a silo. So get yourself into the right container. Join the Pro Organizer Bootcamp monthly membership mastermind. Head to proorganizerbootcamp.com slash group coaching to sign up. Here's what you'll get inside the monthly mastermind every single month live and recorded calls to help you stay focused and energized as a pro organizer and collaborate with organizers all across the U.S. Exclusive content in the resource locker with new content added monthly. A Facebook group where you can get all of your questions answered by me and get feedback and brainstorming from the group whenever you're stuck. Plus, a supportive community where you can make long-lasting business friendships, find accountability buddies to keep you going, and not have to do business all by yourself anymore. Join us at proorganizerbootcamp.com slash group coaching and let's work together. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd leave a review or share it with someone who'd also benefit from listening in. To stay connected, follow at Pro Organizer Bootcamp on Instagram, join our Pro Organizer Bootcamp Facebook group, and learn more about my coaching programs at ProOrganizerBootcamp.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.